Hello and welcome to the third episode of RK Couch for the past seven days where we're talking about non-E3 hype week. My name's Dom Blight. Joining me for this one, Ashley Hobley. Hey Dom, excited to be here for more non-E3 goodness. Yay! I mean, there's more to come. Obviously, I'm saying main... I'm, I, I just making these things up on the spot now we're calling it main week there's still more to come there's the as I went over the episode that dropped yesterday there's still got the we got netflix later this week we got xbox extended tomorrow rgg rgg on friday and then later in the month of course you've got annapurna something else maybe i'm forgetting and then whatever else upload vr upload vr so there's still stuff to come but this was the main big week obviously this is the some would call it the summer games fest some would call it Summer Game Fest, but I don't want to have to refer to all these other better showcases um, as Summer Game Fest, you know? Yeah. Um, but let's talk about something that was pretty uneventful first. So today I'm going to talk about Capcom PC Gaming Show, and then the main one of this podcast is going to be Ubisoft Ford. Uh, Capcom happened 8 a.m. this morning. It was pretty fucking uneventful, to be honest. I'll just quickly run down what they did. They showed the exact same trainer, the trainer trailer. I'm also reaching my level of tiredness. I thought they showed the same trailer for Kon, uh, Konsumi Gamma Path of the Goddess. Uh, no new information. So everything I said yesterday on our recording about presumably we would find out more about this game today. Nope. Nope. Uh, new trailer for Mega Man X Dive Offline for you, all you Mega Man super fans who have been looking forward to playing that one on PC instead of mobile devices. It's coming to PC now. Street Fighter Six got shown off. They're like, hey, it's a game. It's out now. In case you didn't know. Also, you're going to have the largest tour, uh, sorry, largest prize pool at the Capcom Pro Tour 2023. $2 million with first place. Apparently getting a million dollars. That's a fucking good. lot of money. Um, major, major for esports. So, uh, look, that was kind of cool announcement, but obviously it's a very niche, like, esports thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street Fighter League also back for 2023. Opening match will be held on July 7th and streamed online. They then showed the exact same trailer for Resident Evil 4 VR that we saw at the PlayStation Showcase uh, a couple weeks ago. Cool. Pragmata then came out and did the most Trolley. weirdest way to re- announce that they're delaying the game with like the girl in the game writing a note that crosses out 2022 and 2023 and then goes fucked if i know when the game's coming out very sorry <laughs> um yeah cool <laughs> Chris weird, spent the time but... doing this trailer <laughs> making the game you know? making the game said you know yeah uh ghost trick phantom detective got a showing i know again this is a this is cool but like it's, it's just um like you, you need some more bigger things. I think filling these announcements. Um, this is a like a, a game that was made by the, I can't remember his name top here, but the dude who does Ace Attorney, the creator, did this mm-hmm. before. Um, it's like a remake slash remaster, whatever you want to call it, a rebirth of the franchise. I think is the official wording. Yeah. Um, but it looks cool and everything. Um, uh, they did announce a demo if you want to try it out yourself, so you can download that now. Um, and your progress from the demo will carry forward to the. Uh, to the full game, which is always cool to see. Um, and then Ace Attorney got another trilogy announced. So obviously the first Ace Attorney trilogy came out, I think like two, three years now, um, something like that. Yeah, probably like two years ago. Um, so now they're bringing out games four, five, and six, Ace Attorney, Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney, Phoenix Strike, Dual Justice, and Ace Attorney, Phoenix Strike, Spirit of Justice. All three of those will be coming out uh, sometime early 2024, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Cool. But again, there's just 
just I'm like I need. I was like I feel like that was the best back to back announcements of this showcase. To be honest, was the, 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 the fucking Phantom Detective. They're both like re releases of older games. So uh, Capcom, Cop, yeah, Capcom Towns. I think I didn't know you can go in there and like celebrate the 40th anniversary because they certainly didn't in this show. Uh, Exo Primal got a trailer. Uh, there's going to be another open beta test from June 16th to 18th. Again, I I know I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I enjoyed what I played. I'm sort of keen. I understand the game is very weird to look at and hard to understand. Um, there's like time travel and dinosaurs and all this sort of shit, but yeah. um, it's it's, it's kind of cool. And then the showcase wrapped up with Dragon's Dogma 2, the exact same trailer we saw a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, this time with some developer comments, I guess, on top of it. So yep. now it's a Capcom showcase. Actually, did you even watch this? No? I watched oh. it, yes. Yeah, yeah. And at least it had the good grace of being on at a reasonable hour. 8 a.m. So at least having grace. Yeah. Yeah. At least it was short enough, I guess. It was short. Uh, you know, classic Capcom showcase, really. Yeah. Shit. Mediocre. <laughs> just <laughs> they just I know I know um, minimum. I see people like I see people, and they usually idiots throwing around this oh it could have been a this could have been an email or a press release and all this sort of stuff about a lot of these showcases i'm aboard that for that capcom one that didn't need to be a showcase at all sorry all right i want to run through the pc gaming show um have you watched any of these trailers at all since i watched i've watched half of this show (laughs) okay because i will say i actually think this was pretty decent this is better than last year's pc gaming show it felt like a lot more varied and tighter. Um, it's still a long showcase, yes. but it's, a, it's got a lot of variety to the types of games, which I think is like a benefit from obviously doing a PC-focused show. I mean, I mean, years ago, it used to feature way too many, like, let's just do the RTSs and like the hardcore PC stuff. But now it's like, let's do some indie stuff and like RTSs as well, and then Mixed. multiplayer stuff, shooters, yeah. like weird games. Yeah. Like now it just feels like a much more wider variety because PC... Yeah has everything it doesn't just have fucking first person shooters and rts's um this showcase also suffered from coming after the devolver direct uh which nailed its satire of ai uh discussions mm. that this tried to also tackle and not to as good effect i don't yeah i'm not gonna hold it against the hosts because i like day nine and um frankie like yeah. they're both like day nine in case people don't know like obviously this massive like rts pro player back in the day and stuff like that um and he's usually very good host and he hosts a lot of like board game stuff and whatever else as well sometimes frankie's a streamer and a host for like esports and stuff in europe they're both cool as far as i'm concerned but yeah this the take on let's make fun of ai that's fine i'm down for making fun of ai in the year 2023 it seems like a topical discussion but you can't do it and then showcase an ai game it sort of just completely undermines the second they show a game uh, i'll put i can't remember names i'll point out when i get to it here but the second they yeah the second that got brought up i was like oh this like the person getting the games to this show producing that part and the person writing the script for it they weren't tandem they're not the same person Mm. (laughs) you know so Right. Also joking about firing the entire staff in this yeah, economy. Probably not a, yeah, <laughs> probably not a thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I had a uh, trailer for Frostpunk 2. It was very bleak and everything like Frostpunk always looks like. Yep. Um, actually, I don't know if I'm just going to... No, fuck it, I'll run through everything. Fuck it. We got, I, I got time. I can run through it. Yeah. This one. Uh, tear down, they announced a creative mode's coming to that, so you'll be able to build things and then tear it, tear it down, which is kind of cool. 
Um, that's and I presume they'll come to PlayStation now because the game's coming to PlayStation. So I don't know. Uh, we've got a story trailer for Navalis. I think this game looks really cool every time I see it. This is a so it's like um, they're pitching it as like a cyberpunk life sim. Yep. Very cool art style and direction. Sort of it's like pixel art, but in first person. Lots of colors and everything like that. They like in the trailer. They're like, let's go fishing and go on a boat trip and all this sort of stuff. Um, did you watch this one? You've seen half the show, so I, I did. I just kind of listened to the. It was mostly a lot of dialogue, so I mean, yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's a, it's a, I, I think it looks, really cool. Look, it looks interesting. Could be terrible, but at least from what's going on here, I liked it. Jumplight yeah. Odyssey, uh, they showed off the combat for this game. This is the game that basically looks and runs like a cartoon. Um, so that's very cool. Yeah. Um, again, uh, Road to Vis Vostok was, I don't know if there was an out here or whatever, but anyway, for the hardcore shooter fans, I showed this. Not this didn't look like it was for me, but anyway, nearly updated demos out now. So there you go. Um, this one, fucking, I love this. This is probably one of my favorite things of the this past week. I, I can't wait for this. Uh, Ebenezer and the Invisible World was announced. So this is literally let's take Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol and turn it into a Metroidvania, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds like the most fucking ridiculous thing ever. And then when it starts. When the game, when the trailer for this started, I was like, "This has to be a joke," and but then it looks so good. <laughs> it just looks so good, like the way that the different ghosts, um, you like when you like get dashes and like the way that's incorporating the different ghosts within Ebenezer for the powers and wh- whatever else. Um, yeah. I, I like there's a demo on Steam. I definitely want to find time, like million other things I want to find to- time for to try it out. But I really like the look of this game. And this was like a, a definitely a, a, you put in the surprise category because I didn't know anything about this, obviously. What do you think of this one? No, it definitely uh, has an interesting hook. <laughs> so, uh, and then, yeah, obviously looks well animated, uh, solid Metroidvania ele- elements. So, yeah, looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, king, king, king. I hope they didn't have a release date, but I'm like, just fucking put it out. You have to put it out in December, surely. And if you can't release it this December, you have to delay it till next December. You can't put it out any other time. Like, yeah. Like, you just, like, you have to. It has to be come out Christmas, yeah. Uh, Warhaven, Warhaven showed up here again. So this is one of the, this year's games that just paid money to show up at every show, I think. Yeah. Um, Dorf. So, uh, hardcore, classic looking RTS for the, mm-hmm. for the nerds that love that shit. Not for me, but. Uh, sulfur. So this is uh this I I kind of was intrigued by this because it's a so it's a f- first person like dungeon crawling game where you're trying to get better loot and stuff like that, and then you've got to choose when to extract um extract um or else you'll lose it all when you die. Um, and then I obviously the game's has a, a loop of constantly trying to come back down and get better gear and whatever else. But it's got this uh. I don't even know what we call it, like very sort of minimalistic cartoon style. But then there's like a lot of blood and stuff happening at the same time. And there's just the the fact that when you look, look at items, it's got this very large, bold text. Um, there's a comedy element to it when you can see talking to characters and 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 stuff like that. I, I'm intrigued by this one. I know it's very weird, but I'm, I'm intrigued. Do you have any thoughts on this one? No. Cool. <laughs> Sail Blazers is a game I didn't really careful but for people who want to play eight friend co-op uh build up a shop and go dungeon crawling and I mean, then sell this items looks very accurate to working in retail so yeah <laughs> so yeah maybe that's why i don't care for it i'm like i don't fucking get out of my life too close uh antonite's got another trailer here which i'm totally fine for because i'm excited for this game and this trailer during this showcase compared to the one in i think 
two other events that showed up now was where they finally revealed that the game will be coming out in September. They didn't give an exact date, but the game is mm. coming out in September. So this is the, yeah, in, in case people forget, it's Eternite is a very anime-looking, Japanese-inspired, obviously, uh, dungeon crawler where it's the end of the world, but then you've got to date people at the same time. So Yeah, of course. Know. I'm keen for this. Are you keen for this? I'm interested. Mm. It's got the Persona-esque elements yeah, to it, I guess. Yeah, sure. maybe a bit more actiony. Um, Pax, D- Pax Day, Day, I think is how D- Day Nine pronounced it on stage. But um, so this is a MMORPG, uh, social sandbox, as they're calling it, very folklore inspired, um, drawing from Finland uh, folklore in particular. Uh, develop a deep dive interview and segment. This was N- not super a game i'm going to be into but i did appreciate the i guess the passion and it's one of those things where i can appreciate like developers talking about the game even if i'm not not particularly interested i can be like yeah i understand your like passion for this project uh they then announced stampede racing royale which Mm -hmm. i have to try out this ticks a lot of boxes and it could even be really bad but really good but i definitely want to try it so it's 60 player kart racer where 20 players are eliminated after each round and that's the battle royale element. Otherwise, it's a straight up kart race with power up, speed boost, all the all the typical yep. things. Um, we're definitely playing this, and I assume Buddy would be in on this one because this ticks yep. two genres. I'm pretty sure I pitched this idea before <laughs> for like a Mario Kart battle royale when we're, yeah. battle royales were a big thing. Um, yeah, this looks interesting. I don't. I, the racing doesn't look great, but uh, I guess we'll wait and see. I mean, visually it doesn't look great, but I mean, as long as the carts handle well enough, I don't really care too much to be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if we're, if we're playing it together, and it, as long as the game plays, as long as the game feels fine, it can look a little bit rough, and we, we yep. can, I can still have fun with this, I feel. So I definitely want to try that out. Uh, Mars Horizon 2, Search for Life. I uh, got a alpha trailer, which you can sign up now for if you want to take part in that hardcore rocket launching game. Uh, we got another short clip for Path of Exile 2 here. I like this this marketing scene for this game. They're just like, let's just throw random like gameplay elements in show, like a couple different showcases. But yeah. I mean, it still looks cool to me. So uh, Ferocious showed up again here, the one I talked about on the podcast uh, last night. Yeah. Uh, the dinosaur one, except for this was like a, a developer um, sort of walkthrough. Well, not walkthrough, like developer commentary, I guess, on the the game showed off some actual bit more gameplay of shooting dinosaurs and seeing other people humans like doing stuff and creeping around and stuff like that very very intrigued by this game as i said last night um did you did you watch this one or uh yeah i can't remember anything from it <laughs> yeah. i don't know if it's it's too scary for you because it's got dinosaurs and i guess like mm. i don't know anything that chase you in a game is that a horror game yeah like is it yep sure uh then we got islands of insight so this is a pot this is so this looks like the witness to me i don't know if i'm just generalizing because i don't fucking play these puzzle games but it looks like the witness but it's in a shared world is ha- is the i think the concept here so it's like an open world thing you got all these like different areas of puzzles to solve but it's a shared world at the same time and you'll affect each other's games and stuff i think or something like that it's it's one of those things where they like the trails throwing out all these ideas and i'm like okay that seems like a lot not for me, but cool. Lord of the Fallen got another trailer. They definitely just, they straight up just say like, we're injecting the souls like spirit to this. I'm like, we know that. The game still looks cool. Um, This is like the rebirth of the franchise. Obviously, they're like, let's give it another go. It's coming out October. Uh, now, Holbrook's 
I don't still know how to say that person's name, but Dungeon Master is coming out. Um, well, no, it got revealed here. Uh, so this is a game where you do the opposite of usual things. In this game, you're defending the dungeons and not raiding them. So you're you're choosing how to set up your traps and, and stuff like that. Mariachi Legends was announced. Uh, this is a pixel art action game set in Mexico. So you're playing a detective and taking on a like a uh, a gang. Um, looked really cool visually, character designs and everything like that. Um, it's like a side-scrolling action game outside of the the pitch and stuff like that. Uh, really intrigued to uh, learn more about this one. I think. Did you see this one? Yeah, I thought it was look interesting art style. It seems like it's some sort of detective game on a train. Yeah. I don't know. At least part of it takes part. Yeah. Train. Probably still ages away because the trailer does end and like now in development. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Heard that. Uh, Warhammer Age of Sigma Realms of Ruin got announced. So this is a new RTS one coming out July 7th for your Warhammer fix if you don't want to play the shooting action of uh, Space Marine coming out. Citizen Sleeper 2 Starwood Vector got its first trailer here. Uh, Citizen Sleeper 1 is still a game I've got I think on two platforms at this stage and really yep, want to play, but <laughs> uh, it's sitting there. I feel like I must play it almost at this point. It was like yeah. one of the highest rated games of last year. Yeah, it was one of the highest rated games of last year. Um, one of the hugest indie successes of last year. Uh, but I guess it's sort of funny because if you have your pulse on, I guess, gaming news and stuff, you heard about Citizen Sleeper, but because it didn't reach quite the massive success i guess of like a colored lamb or something it's mm. sort of it's weird because it's like metacritic score i think is probably higher than color lamb but but anyway um really cool trailer just made me want to play the first one more so there you go critic i've got announced uh it's animal crossing but in a bigger world is uh the pitch for this one cute characters vibrant mm-hmm. art style um cool hidden door was the ai game so this thing looks like trash, IMO. I don't particularly. I'm. I'm. I cannot get excited about these weird things where they're like, where so because years ago the pitch is they're like we're gonna make a game that can just make tabletop game adventures for you, um, and it's all AI based. I'm like, it's just, just it's a uh, hey. Yuck. Do you not have a friend who's a dungeon master? Yeah. We're going to use AI to create one. We'll use all your favorite properties to do it. Or, or even having that, like, oh, we can, you know, do a Star Wars one and stuff. So instead of having, like, a, a well-written Star Wars board game created um, and, and built out of that property, they're like, no, nah, just let AI do it. Can you imagine? Turns out he was your father. <laughs> he was also your father. Fucking hell. And he returned somehow. Yeah, somehow. Uh, so, yeah, that was sort of a, I'd say, the the huge, it didn't ruin the show, but that was like a huge red flag weird thing to have in here. Uh, Dread Pilots. So, this is from the team behind Don't Starve and Grifflands. Uh, very love the art style on this once again. Uh, this time it's in space. It looks like you're doing similar sort of thing, like survival, uh, sort of drifting around space, trying to survive and collect things and stuff like that. Really like the art style, though. Um, Masami Chronicles got a trailer here. It's a game that's out there. It came out a couple weeks ago. Undead Inc. got announced. So this is a game where you play as the leader of an evil corporation that basically comes up with a zombie virus that you see in all your movies and games and TV mm-hmm. shows and stuff like that. Not sure what the actual gameplay is. However, I had a look. it's like actually, it's just a management game. Just a management game? That's fine. 
Um, you like management games, so how do you feel? Yeah, about it? yeah. you know, play this it could be yeah potentially. You know, <laughs> try desperately to stop all the evil yeah. zombie monsters getting created, but uh, <laughs> fell terribly. Probably. Uh, so then we got altered armor. Altered armor, yeah. Uh, so this is another Metroidvania. Uh, the pitch for this one is space opera Metroidvania. Um, I, I'm, I'm saying usually I'd be like, man, we're seeing a few too many Metroidvanias get announced. But every one I've seen so far uh, this past week, a couple, it's, it's probably only like three, four that've been announced. But they all look very good to me. Like th- this again looked cool. Um, art style, design of creatures and stuff that's that's seen throughout it. There's some fucked up head looking monster at the end of this, like hanging off the side of a tower. I don't know what's going on there, but um, yeah, I'm king. Then they announced Invector Rhythm Galaxy. So this is a follow up to what Invector Avishi, whatever the Avishi one was. Um, RIP. Um, this one has you again racing down to brightly covered tracks to the songs you know typical rhythm game stuff but you can do it with others and it's got support with up to four players in co-op uh the invincible was announced i don't know what the fuck this game is about um i don't really understand anything that's going on this but i feel like i've seen that image before you know the invincible yeah like the red background with the skull head thing well, it, it was making me think of Returnal because it's got like the character in a trailer, like so it's first person. They're like creeping around like a Mars or whatever, wherever the hell they are, and then they go down somewhere and they find a body. And I'm like, was that you? Did you find yourself? Because <laughs> like, then they look up into the sky and some weird shit's happening. And I don't know. There's a lot going on in this trailer. I'm intrigued, but I have no idea what it. What's Apparently, it's been in development since 2020, or it's okay. been on Steam since 2020. So, okay. Uh, new trial for Park Beyond showcase the you know type of rides and stuff you'll be able to make in that. Pathfinder Gallus Spear Survivors got announced. Uh, so for the tabletop RPG fans who want a more uh, cu- <laughs> curated experience and one that's not built by AI, there you go. Uh, Diesel Legacy is a 2.5D fighting game. Uh, looks like a steampunkish world setting to me. Parcel Course was announced. I thought this was great. Uh, so not only the gameplay looked really cool, where it's basically, I guess they're like, it's taxi driver, but you're on a part, like you're yeah, on a crazy taxi, parcel, but crazy you're... taxi, but delivery parcel, but bike you're, you're drive. yeah, <laughs> you can like ride your bike around walls and like do all sorts of crazy shit. But on top of the gameplay look really, really cool. I thought the trailer was quite funny too, with the lead developer, just like making fun of like this, this humor worked for me. He was making fun yeah. of the studio culture and stuff. And it worked for me. Uh, did you like this one? Yeah, uh, interesting idea, and then just the ridiculousness of this parcel driver potentially trying to save the world. Parcel drivers are the saviors of the world, you know. What I mean? It can be, can be. Uh, but yeah, this looked really, really cool. So I'm keen for this. Uh, Fabledon got a trailer to show off its recent release of the Art of Soldiery update, and then teased the upcoming Gallantry and Bartering update for those that are playing that game 30xx got a trailer that announced it's coming out of early access and going into full launch this august um the music in this trailer was fucking banger is what it was uh chimera got announced from the team behind green hill uh green hell sorry is a survival sim set on an alien planet Shadow Gambit, the Cursed Crew, finally got a release date, so I'm very excited for this one. So this is the the team that made uh, Desperado, 
um, which uh, this will primarily Desperado 3 as their last game which I really mm. really enjoyed it was one of my favorite games a couple of years ago so this game's that it's a stealth pirate game um, so it's like it's pirates instead of cowboys and I'm like yep cool I want to play that thank you uh, so it's going to be coming out August 17th uh, Exo Rally Championship was announced so Australian game yeah uh, that did Exo 1 last year i think it was or the year before fuck i don't know times blur it was at pax at some stage amongst the blur of time um but exo rally championship is like instead of just exo one where you're just like sort of infinitely racing along as a blob or whatever the fuck it was um a sphere i guess this time you're actually in little like sort of mini atv things or whatever they are um and you're racing along these 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 planets trying to actually race and stuff like that um i guess it's like let's just take the the, the physics and the engine and whatever we worked on for exo one and like just turn it straight into a racer and you're, you're like eight, your vehicles will get damaged as you race along and obviously the terrain's not meant for racing anything on so it's going to be quite hard um looks really cool and visually that game's um stand out so shout out to australia yep uh developer of the upcoming stormgate came out and talked about their rts which uh I, even as like I'm a, like I can play RTSs, but they're just usually too hardcore for me to give two fucks. This one looked kind of cool, and I appreciated having a, a full sort of walkthrough on it because the the team explained like it's from a dun- bunch of like Star StarCraft X people yep. and whatever else. Like, um, and Day Nine um talked about how he's you know he's big he's really looking forward to this game, and I know, like on Twitter he's talked about it before. Um, I feel because- like it was at last week's last year's show as well. I think so, yeah. It's been yeah. in development for quite some time. Um, but yeah, the, the thing with this one is it's like accessible for people who don't play these, this genre or are like, you know, amateur RTS players, but having a very high uh, Easy ceiling play, on the level tough to master. Yep. Yeah, that sort of thing, which I think is very good as far as RTS comes because the, the problem with a lot of RTSs is, is it's tough to pick up, tough to master, and it's <laughs> automatically turned off most people. Uh, demo update for Fortune's Run is out now and early access release coming on September 1st. Uh, cool trailer. Uh, it's a first person sort of, I don't know, very minimalistic art style game where there's a lot of kicking happening, cyberpunk sort of setting and stuff like that. Hell Loose got an update. So a new mode is coming called Objective Mode. Shorter, fast-paced matches with 25 players on each team uh, instead of the massive maps and modes that's in the, the, the drawn-out matches in the normal game. Uh, they did it there. They then did an upcoming games montage, Atomic Picnic teaser, Darrell's brother, and the most important game in the galaxy, which is a fucking mouthful of a title, Mullet Mad Jack, which is a great game title, Guacho on the Grassland teaser, uh, Revival Recolonization, and Novaland's well shown in that. Vampire Survivors got a, an update. It's out now. 1.5 update. Add some things like the Goldfinger, uh, Goldfinger, which just fucking blasts enemies into oblivion. It looks like a spinning wheel that will trigger random events. Uh, you can also saw after the fact that you can like hook this up, and when you're streaming the game, Twitch streamers like your viewers can vote on stuff and just like fuck your game up for you, which I always mm. appreciate to see stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, more Vampire Survivors updates. Not a bad thing. Baldur's Gate 3 then got two things. It got first a short animated skit or I don't know, whatever you want to call it, from the comedy group Mashed. Um, it was pretty funny. Um, it goes for about two minutes or two, three minutes. And then Baldur's Gate 3 got a dev diary looking at the game. Um, very cool. I didn't like... 
this game, the mo- I swear I see so much of Baldur's Gate 3, but I'm just still still confused on like the scale. But this this game definitely like oh, sorry, this video focused a lot on the the density of the cities and like how they're putting so much effort into having like mini stories happening all over the place and all this other stuff. And yeah, yep. uh, it looks pretty cool. It's uh, interesting because Baldur's Gate 3 fully releases the week before Starfield. It's like the problem. Two massive RPGs. Just pick your flavor. <laughs> Starfield's going to be bigger, but there's going to be people that are like, fuck Starfield, Baldur's Gate all the way. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. One's uh, going to be filled with actual stories. One's going to be filled with rocks. There you go. That's true. <laughs> uh, roguelike Ember Knights is launching into version 1.0 next month uh, on July 18th, coming out of Early Access. Uh, Terratech Worlds was announced, so I don't know. It's like you're in little mini, mini ATVs again, going around terraforming alien planets and just I don't know, doing what humans love to do. I guess. <laughs> uh, Macabre was announced, so this is a very weird game, but you team up with three other players, and it's like a horror game, but you've got like some uh, dimensional portal gun, and then you're trying to like escape back to the lodge which is where safety is very weird but cool at the same time i don't know it was a lot i was like i don't know what's going on here. uh earthless is a grid based deck building strategy game that's coming out a lot of genre combinations there um uh, so for if any of those sound great to you check that out uh nova roma is a rome is a new version sorry it's the next nova game this one's focused on Roma, <laughs> in case you can tell from the title. Last Train Home. This one I thought was pretty cool, um, even though um, uh, it's very weird to make a game that sort of makes you feel bad about Russians <laughs> at the time. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, the Russians are the good guys. I'm like, are they though? <laughs> it's currently. Eh. I mean, it's historically. I guess historically, it's true. Uh, so Last Train Home is a, yeah, so in the Russian Civil War, uh, it's going to be part-time strategy game, part-time management game. You're like, apparently it's based on true stories or the, at least the accounts of true events as, as far as people have been able to figure it out kind of thing. Um, but you're trying to guide this armored train out of, I guess, uh, or get it home. Um, and you're going to be guiding the train through choices and then you got to take part in these obviously these battles these shootouts um real-time strategy shootouts when you you know you come across people and you need to do the battles and stuff like that did you see this one i feel like there's something you might no. be interested in no but yeah i'll give it, it's, a, look. Give it a look yeah. uh my friendly neighbor was then announced this fucking game's wild uh <laughs> so this game is hey imagine the cast of sesame street and um, make it a horror game <laughs> where they're trying to fucking chase you around and kill you. Uh, <laughs> it's, it seems like, uh, oh man, Five Nights at Freddy's very popular, isn't it? It's a yeah, I guess, like but like this children's this looks, property too. I've so. never cared about Five Nights at Freddy's at all, but this kind of looked this like I think this just looks so much bigger and larger in scope and scale. Like this looks like oh, an yeah, actual absolutely. scoped out fully fleshed game where Friday nights or Freddy's is always just it's like, like a escape what? from upper theater. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sort of weird. Cause I'm like, is this meant to be scary? Or is it just meant to be a joke? Cause to me, I was like, this just looks funny. <laughs> it's just, you're blasting Muppets across the fucking room with grenades and shit and getting chased down. I don't know. It looks, it's, I don't know. It looks silly. And I, 
I kind of want to check it out. The fact you have like a grid based, uh, like Resident Evil inspired, like inventory and like safe rooms and all this sort of stuff. Uh, I don't know. It's funny. I like it. Uh, F1 Manager 2023, they said that you'll be able to relive key moments from the current F1 season in this. Um, so you can change things and see how they would play out. So I guess you can change who the, the, the winner was potentially by fucking around with shit. Crazy. Um, so there you go. Control history. Uh, Breathridge. I think that's it. Breath Edge 2. Yeah, Breath Edge 2. Fuck, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, so, never heard the first game, but anyway, the sequel, the trailer for it was pretty funny. It, like, shows a character accidentally drop a bomb into, like, the middle of a planet and then, like, cut back and forth between them tr- running up a hill, put a tire on a car, have it fall off, and then they jump into the ship and they, like, fly up into the sky and they're like, oh, shit, I fucked shit up. And their companions just face palming and there's a chicken on the shoulder no, not sure what's going on very silly trailer um apparently the gameplay will just be like you're building up your spaceship managing who your crew and who you work with and yeah they describe it as a survival sandbox but it's got like obviously this huge comedy element thrown in with all of it so uh intriguing again i do recall a spacesuit dude with the chicken really From- yeah i've definitely seen this game before Last year's PC game show. show? on Steam. The first game released February 2021, so. Oh, long ago, hey. Mm. I guess so. Uh, Then we got Bloomtown. I thought this looked really, really cool. So the trailer starts out. It's like, hey, this looks like it's something that should have been from the Wholesome Direct. It's a very cozy life sim that's happening like that. And all of a sudden you see them like looking at posters and talking about missing children and shit like that. And you're like, oh my God. And you get like halfway through the trailer. And then suddenly it's like the characters are transported to a like alternate dark universe. And you're in like a team of four, including like a Corgi. (laughs) I think that's like part of your, you can transform into a super Corgi. And you're doing turn-based battles, and I'm pretty sure they summon a T-Rex at the end. <laughs> All these words just came out of my mouth. I'm not making any of this up. Go watch the trailer yourself. Um, but I thought this looked there was a lot going on. Um, at the same time, I'm very intrigued, and I thought this looked really cool. Um, if you haven't watched this one yet, you should watch it. It was fucking really like good shit. Um, then we had Sand, which the pitch was, as said on stage. Alternate future Austro-Hungarian Empire discovered interplanetary travel on either World War One. Boom, whatever that means, because that's a lot for me to wrap my head out. Anyway, I like how the trailer says it's from a proudly made in Ukraine, you know. So, um, shout outs, and then um, don't really know what's going on in the game. It looks cool as a concept, uh, sand world going around. I'm not sure if it's like a like open world on sand or anything like that but anyway that's the game it's called sand <laughs> it's almost like straight up tile leather uh and then the, it gets everywhere yeah it's cause it gets everywhere and talk about sand the show ended with dune awakening so funcom talked talked about their upcoming open world mmo uh how they hope the game will play out what you'll be doing the different stages they think players will be able to go through and stuff like that um how it's sort of about you trying to become the leader of a group and you know help affect the the flow of spice and um you'll be able to go out as a group and you you know do missions and like try, try and steal stuff from other players or set up and build your base and then you know you could be doing something next second a fucking sandworm comes out of nowhere and fucks your day up so um yeah 
that's that's I'm not big MMO guy, so it's hard for me to get super excited yeah. about an, an MMO. But I mean, it was Dune, so I was sort of like, man, I'm really excited for that movie. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and my thoughts on that one. But that was the PC gaming show. Um, and yeah, I, I'm glad I ran through that all because I do think the majority of that, even if it wasn't all for me, very big variety, a lot of really cool games in there. And the P- I do think the PC gaming show is usually underlooked because. People are like, why would I want to watch that? Like, it's probably going to be hardcore PC gaming, as I say, like the RTSs and stuff. But I do think that the show was very well paced and had a lot more variety this year. So um, I'll give shout outs, shout outs there. Other than that fucking AI game, but outside that. <laughs> All right. Ubisoft Ford happened this morning. I did not know this, but it was actually an in-person event. It wasn't a pre-recorded mm. show. There were people sitting there watching it. There was a stage and everything like that. Um, people came out and talked about the game. Developers um, showed trailers and showed like longer gameplay elements and stuff like that. Very much reminiscent of Ubisoft's presence back at E3 in the day. So what did you make of this uh, show this morning, Ash? Yeah, it was kind of like a crazy throwback like obviously it opened with a just dance number um and then they were on the smallest stage i think i've ever seen one of these presentations yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah i think it was good you know we got to see a lot of actual gameplay and footage of games um but i don't think it was the most impressively put together presentation or like the best way to showcase these games like graphically uh yeah, I thought they showed impressive stuff, though. I really enjoyed it. I I think maybe uh, like having the stage presence. I I I, I maybe I'm missing because I I sort of see that. And I, I like it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if it's done bad, it's done bad. But I don't feel like this was done bad. Like I like ha- even it looks having like just, this was in a school auditorium. It was definitely in a hotel. Is what I'm going to say. Okay, yeah, it was definitely a hotel. And it was only press and media and whatever, like, content creators yeah. there. And that. There wasn't a public event. That's what it was. And Athena from Ring of Honor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Athena from Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> Shoutouts. Um, so, yeah, it was a really cool show, I felt, though. Um, having people, yeah, just having people come out, having the developers come out and talk about the games. And um, there was no, like, it didn't remind me of E3 in a bad way. None of it was, like, ultra corny and stuff like that. But I, I thought it was well-paced amongst the the mm. talking and the the parts between it. Even the most corny part was old mate coming out talking about Far Cry. But even that, I think he understood understood what he was doing and knew it was supposed to be a bit silly and yep. he shows silly and, like, it was just, it was sort of fun, so... All right, uh, run through. So obviously, Just Dance opened. That's fine. Get that out of the way. You expect that at you Ubisoft every year. Olympic esports selection. Yep, cool. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's better than what they had last year, I guess. What was the, what was it? <laughs> Fucking the most no, this is the first section. time. No, didn't they have like the most random section of games for the, the Olympics last time? They haven't held held the event yet. Have they? Okay. No. Okay, so. They just announced them and it still doesn't happen. No, they just, yeah, they've announced it. They're just Times yeah, of blur. Yeah. reminded people. Okay. It's still a thing. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora then happened. Uh, it was the next thing that came out. So we firstly, let's get the big thing out of the way. The game is finally releasing. So it's coming out on December 7th, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, PC. 
Um, the game is, I think, as I said here, in the simplest term, it is, uh, it is fucking Far Cry Avatar. It's a first-person shooter where you're going to be doing a lot of climbing. You're going to be a lot, a lot of like key points and exploring this world and whatever else. Uh, the story is you play as a child Navi who was abducted by uh, the RDA, a human militaristic corporation. Uh, something then happens, like events of the Jake first Sully movie. Jake Sully happens. Yeah, Jake Sully happens in the, f- the first game. Uh, first movie happens. You're hidden away for like 15 years, and then this picks up 15 years later. You're coming out. Um, you're now, because you got abducted as a child, you're sort of a stranger in your own world. Um, you have to reintegrate yourself back into the world of the Navi um and fight back against you know the human oppressors but it's taking place in the western frontier which is a place that hasn't been explored in the games so they're sort of getting it away i'm mm. oh, sorry for the movies setting it away from the both the movies and stuff like that um which i thought was pretty cool at least off the top of my head as a non-hardcore <laughs> avatar fucking law knowledge i'm like okay so if the first if the vents the first movie this and then the first movie set like 20 years later isn't it the second movie is like 20 years later, I think. I, th- Yeah. I think it's like real time, right? Yeah, I think it was real time. So it was like 20 or 18 years. Either way, I think this takes place a couple years before the second movie is how I think it should work out. 16 years. 16 years. Okay, so this takes place like a, year, a before. year before. And you know they would have done that on purpose. So, mm. um, I th- yeah, I, I, I thought it looked cool. I'm, I, um, I, I think if this had come out... Last year, prior to Avatar being refreshed into my mind because of the movie, maybe I would have cared as much. But having like gone in and you know watched um, the way the water last year and being like, you know what, actually, like, I can, James I can, Cameron, I, was I, you know, James Cameron he was onto something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought this looked uh, pretty pretty cool. I, I'm down to explore the world in the the sky and on land. I think of Pandora. How, how do you feel about this? Yeah, I'm optimistic. Um... I think we just need to see what the actual mission structure and that kind of stuff and how much of the actual world is explorable. Uh, they talked about a lot of biomes. Like, is it just a lot of these smaller maps? How much verticality, I guess, is there going to be if you're going to have these flying creatures and that kind of stuff and you've got these massive um, floating mountains and that yeah. kind of stuff? I like, think there's going to be a lot of verticality. There has to be. Yeah. So how big is this world going to be, I guess, is... Mm. That and then what is the actual like moment to moment gameplay? Is it just search the ground crafting, or are you you know? We know there's going to be missions. Is it learning gonna, the ways of the Navi and then? Yeah, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have hey, you're gonna meet up with someone. They're gonna go hey, can you go fuck up this human encampment of the people? Yeah. So you'll go on a mission. You'll shoot them, kill them, whatever. That's gonna be story missions. Outside of that, I'm sure it's gonna be like waypoints, fucking climb to something, yeah. to unlock areas of the map. It's a Ubisoft game. You know what I mean? That's like true. It's, yeah. it's fucking you. You know what it's gonna be at the end of the day. Um. But yeah, well, I think we'll find out more because obviously December. It's I actually I like this December release date. Not a lot of big games ever come out in December. So I mean, it's but, smart. Avatar's December is Avatar month. Yeah. So all the movies released then yeah. they made a bunch of money. So yeah, <laughs> lock it in. Uh yeah, we'll find out more. I reckon before then, some way or another. Probably. Uh, I mean, even at the at worst at um the uh jeff keely's open your life no or yeah that or game of the year the game awards game awards doesn't that happen at the end of november no no it's like start of december is it okay so maybe yeah, you'd hope we'd learn more before then 
Uh, after, so X Defiant will be launching this summer. So this is the, like, let's combine all the Ubisoft franchises into a first person mm-hmm. shooter one. Uh, an open play test is happening on June 21st, 23rd. If you want to check it out yourself. Um, they also talked about the first year of content with plans for 12 maps, uh, 12 new guns and new game modes. So one new map a month is a lot of stuff. Um, they also said they're going to have four new factions mm-hmm. and I want to know what those factions are based off. I guess because I don't know Ubisoft what games. other games they have left uh, that would fit. Are they going to have a Just Dance based faction? Maybe. I hope. Why so. not? Why not? It's like their their aim is not to actually win the fight; it's just to just to dance. Work for Peter Quill, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, if I remember, maybe I'll download the thing if i see it pop up somewhere and like jump in and have a go if you're not busy but, that weekend yeah. Yeah, if i'm not busy maybe play one or two rounds half an hour and get my that's what i do for these things i'll be like yeah play I mean, half hour it, yeah like, oh, do we know if this is going to be a full price game or is this going to be that's a good question i don't know but yeah. that is a good question yeah uh all right then we jumped into prince of persia free to play lo- so yeah that's <laughs> that helps yeah that does help it helps prince of persia the lost crown <laughs> Damn, this looked good. All you people saying it looks bad. What is wrong with people? (laughs) What is wrong with people? Yeah. Uh, Gameplay absolutely looks great on this thing. So you're playing as Sargon, a warrior who's searching for the kidnapped prince. Uh, Classic side-scrolling elements of Prince of Persia are here with platforming, fast-paced combat. And it's a good injection of more typical Metroidvania elements, backtracking. They talked about it being like an open world, but I mean, it's not really. It's a Metroidvania. It's It's a big map multiple maps whatever i know you want to call it an open world but it's a metroidvania um it's coming out january 6 uh, 18th of course in case you didn't know already playstation xbox and Nintendo switch and pc what did you think of this ash looks freaking cool mm. uh i didn't realize it wasn't actually the prince no uh, i didn't so. until this either i didn't realize that when they showed the first trailer over there yeah or well, even i didn't even know from that trailer oh okay <laughs> so reading that pe- that sentence right before you said it um that's an interesting wrinkle, but yeah, I think yeah, looks fantastic. All these cool powers, the like the time travel elements, calling back to the Prince of Persia and that kind of stuff. Um, I love the presentation of the introduction of this game, and obviously calling back to the original Prince of Persia mm. adventure games, which I sucked at because you know jumping has hard. Um, mm. But yeah, I think yeah, this looks fantastic. I don't, I don't understand. I just don't understand. Why people are so upset about this? I don't know either. Very weird. Uh, anyway, it looks great. Can't wait to play it. And um, I'm keen. So then also, we got. It's interesting. They've got the a Ubisoft original thing. Well, that's their thing. So that that's what they're doing now. So they started doing that. So I think, all the Ubisoft year. games are going to be yeah, called yeah. Ubisoft so, original. Yeah, all all Ubisoft original things say Ubisoft originals now. And they do it as a title card at the front of their games now too, and the trailers. So it's a Ubisoft original. Yeah. Uh huh. I, I think it started last year, or they announced it last year. I think. Mm. Uh, Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix. So this is a Netflix anime that was announced. Um, it takes all the, uh, well, um, a lot of I guess Assassin, no, fucking Ubisoft properties, including Assassin's Creed and Far Cry and whatever else you can spot in this mixes them together in a blood dragon-esque inspired world and this is the the anime you get it looks absolutely ridiculous but of course that's the idea what what did you, what did you think of this assassin frog give it to me yep well 
Give us, give us, <laughs> give us the Assassin's Creed games that know, um, Anna, Anna from all Creek world. Yeah. No, I feel like that would be more traumatic than the actual Assassin's Creed, but I want it. Fair. I like the pitch for this where he's like, Arby comes out and says like, my pitch was this, 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 and Ubisoft said no. Ubisoft said no. It cut to fucking years, like laughing or whatever. I was like, they did not. Like, no, they, they did actually probably say no. They probably did, like, yeah. <laughs> something then the, someone's decided said, oh, they, yeah, those make a lot of money. It's like, okay, yeah. let's sort it. Yeah, there's Netflix show. Uh, so then we got the Division Resurgence kind of trailer. Uh, this is the iOS, Android, mobile device, free to play mobile shooter that's coming out. Um, they said also it's set in the so for people who actually care about the uh, division story it's set in new york city after the events of the first game um australians can actually look forward to something for once because us along with chile denmark finland netherlands norway philippines spain and sweden we will be part of the uh test phase running from june 13th to 24th so if you can get along that if you would like to test it out um not really something i'm interested in but division news from this yeah, well, I guess they're still making that movie and whatever else, so. Yeah, movie and Heartlands is meant to be a thing. Yeah, all these things, so. Uh, Skull and Bones. Yes! <laughs> still no release date for Skull and Bones. Uh, it's still a game that exists, though. Do we get any new footage? No. But... Did we learn anything new about this sort of game? Not really. But we did get news that a closed beta is happening on August 25th on PC, so that something's happening, and it had a fucking pretty cool epic sea shanty segment happen on stage. Yeah. <laughs> so, points for that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to sell this game now. Sea shanties? Sea, sh- sea shanties. Yeah. That's what they should do for any game that they need to keep it in the media cycle, but don't have any and do yeah. announcements Just get before. a song. Just get live. Just get a song. Just play it over the top yeah, with old footage. Like, for all of 10 seconds, I was like, oh, fucking Skull and Bones, here we go. You're not going to have anything, are you? And seconds later, I was like, it's a fucking banger, this, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's that dude on the right doing? He it's hasn't fucking beatboxing, so he hasn't man. Used the microphone yet. <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty, I, I thought it was legitimately pretty cool. So, yeah. i pay it. Uh, we then got a hype reel with some announcements and some other things that weren't announcements, really. So, Anno Anna 1800 celebrates 25 years this year, apparently. Uh, Four Anno Y7 and S2 Vengeance starting on June 15th. Not sure what that is, but anyway. Trackmania. Year 7, Season 2. Oh, that makes sense. Trackmania <laughs> out now. Year 7. Are you fucking for real? That old. Really? Uh, yeah, released 14th. Of February 2017. That's wild. Okay. Um, Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Next DLC is coming soon. The final DLC, DLC of Rayman will be coming later in 2023. Roller Champions uh, Jet Set Radio event is releasing on June 27th. Cool crossover. Uh, Brawl Holler uh, Combat Evolved crossover is coming July 11th. Rocksmith Plus is now eligible for try for free on mobile. The Crew Season 2 Episode two, uh, Sorry, Season 8 Episode 2 is out now. And Riders Republic is getting a skate add-on on September 26th. So fuck you, EA! <laughs> yeah, fuck you, skate. <laughs> Fuck you. Take, take it too long. Yeah, we just, we just add the OCD to our game. We don't we'll fucking do what we want. Also, can I just say, I'm surprised Rogue Champion's still going. Me too, but... Well, they're trying to make it still going, so... Yeah, 
Well, they haven't cancelled it, so I mean, that's a start. Yeah, that's true. Uh, crew Motorfest. So, new crew game announced, comes out. Well, actually, no, it was already announced, I believe, but um, segment here. Uh, the game's coming out September 14th for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Uh, it's going to have different campaigns centered around the different types of cars that you can pick to race in the game. So, you'll have like an American muscle car campaign, Japanese street racing campaign, electric superstars campaign, so on and so forth. Locations they talked about included the streets of Honolulu, uh, drum down sound of a, loca- a volcano, exploring a, you know rainforest and stuff like that. Obviously, the crew, massive uh these are massive mm. racing games big vast open worlds where they try to make it as realistic as possible you know travel from one side of an area to another looked really really uh interesting i guess um i think the crows uh ip that has a dedicated player fan base but of obviously some years it struggles i think because the crew will come out and a forza horizon or something will come out and sort of you have to pick your side. I do think this year, since you don't have that, like you're going to have Forza on Motorsport, which is very different to the crew. Um, maybe more people will be obliged to check something like this out without another like sort of um, less sim-like uh, race of, at least so far, having been announced for later this year. Like, I don't think there's any other big ones coming out. There's no need for speed so far announced. No, yeah, any of that sort of stuff, so... All right, then we got into the Assassin's Creed segment of the show. So firstly, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Nexus VR got its first trailer. Um, of course, the trailer doesn't really show you anything from the game because VR games are hard to show. I'll accept that's just how it is. Yep. Um, but they did reveal that it will have uh, allow you to play as three different characters in the game in three different locations. Um, so you'll be able to play as Ezio Eldatore da Firenze uh, from, of course, the Assassin's Creed 2, 3, uh, sorry, two and it's multiple sequels uh cassandra from assassin's creed odyssey and connor um from assassin's creed uh three um there you go so it's coming exclusively to metaquest 2 metaquest pro and metaquest 3 then we got assassin's creed codename jade they still haven't decided on a fucking name for this even though it's been a whole year since that assassin's creed event last year uh names are hard yeah apparently fucking Assassin's Creed, so this is set between Assassin's Creed Odyssey and uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. First open-world Assassin's Creed game for mobile devices uh, set during China, during the Qin uh, Dynasty. You can sign up now for the beta if you'd like to check it out. I mean, I'm mildly interested because the way, the little bit of footage they showed last year during the event in combination with how they talk about it, it really seems like they're trying to push the technology and like the, the scope of having a like as much as a big AAA type game on a mobile device. So I feel like even if I don't finish it, I'm de- like, or even play much, I'm at least going to check it out. This, this one, I reckon. Uh, then we got to the, the meat of the Assassin's Creed. So this year's Assassin's Creed game is Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh, set in 19th century Baghdad. The game centers on Basim, a uh, character, of course, seen in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Of course, here he's a lot younger, though, because this is set before that game. Uh, they had a gameplay segment, probably about five minutes or so, I guess, um, showed Basim going on a, a mission to assassinate someone. Very cool, I thought. Um, Obviously, the pitch for this game is more classic Assassin's Creed, so nothing like the RPG elements of the last couple. It looks so much more like your typical Assassin's Creed 1, 2, 3, you know, like any of those sorts of ones. Just sneaking for a city, more elements of uh, stealth and whatever else. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty um, 
I'm pretty interested in this one. I got to be honest. So I, 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 I'd be interested to, to see if Kieran's came for this because I know he also complains about um, not having stuff like this. So or the the fr- like back to the way Assassin's Creed games used to be. So. Hmm. Um, and then the mm, mega finale, I guess, or the 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 crum de la car, what we all came here for, or some people came here for. Star Wars Outlaws, end of the show, of course. So, following on from the cinematic trailer that uh, sh- revealed the game to us at Xbox Game Showcase yesterday, or whatever time it was, no day before, I oh, know times before. Uh, first open world Star Wars game, of course. So there was a lot. I think of interesting questions to have about this game. I still have a lot of questions. However, the gameplay shows character Kay Vess um, and her companion Nyx, which is this little fucking cute creature, which has an alien species. I can't remember his name. Anyway, they say it's like super rare and all these things. But uh, So they steal something from the Pike Syndicate in the, the gameplay. They have a bit of a shootout. She escapes. She like runs down a hill, jumps on a speeder bike, runs off. Um, you get to see, it's interesting, left-hand corner, you do see like Pike Syndicate um, reputation like go down so you're going to have like a reputation with di- the different syndicates like outlaw mm. syndicates in the game which i think is a cool element and little little thing you see there um she then goes and deals with a, a broker who's wanting to buy the items i guess she stole for the pike syndicate and she's dealing with someone from the empire who like asked for her cut and then um kvs is like go fuck yourself and then she sends the empire on her and it literally your wanted level ra- raises and there is like a wanted level in the top left hand corner of the screen like an empire logo that's like got three red bars on it um you can notice when you watch the gameplay uh, uh but Kay takes off into space she has a little dog uh fight shootout and then jumps off into hyperspace ash what did you make of the the gameplay that we got for star wars outlaws here yeah it looks really good it feels like uncharted in space <laughs> yeah um yeah it looked like all the little fun elements like using nix to like touch little gadgets and that kind of stuff very it's kind of rushing i guess i guess but um yeah it looks really cool obviously very different to any star wars we've had so far um dealing with like the dirty undergrounds uh seeing the parks back i guess after you know last time we saw them does this been the events of this game leading to the events of book of boba fett who am i to say i mean technically Technically, they do. Technically, yes. yes. <laughs> so, yes. So, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought it was really cool. I still have, you know, there's just a lot of questions still about, okay, so it's open world game. How many planets are there? Because in the hype real trailer segment after the fact, they show a lot of play, uh, planets. Some um, notable, some new, obviously. I thought the cool one in, in there as much as I think the movie shit is you do see that planet they go to in Rise of Skywalker, which I can't remember the name for, but where they go and they get um, um, fucking... Um, uh, which they meet the little those little creatures who like rebuild this the, the you know they fucking get into C three PO and sh- shit you know that little planet oh the Boba Fricks yeah but the Boba Fricks that planet you know that, mm. that planet that's shown in the little hype really you see it there for like two seconds okay um yeah I'm I'm, I'm just I'm like okay so like open world but then the second you go to planets it's like uh, yeah what does open world mean when there's multiple planets yes. Because Star Wars Jedi Survivor has one massive open world planet. And then that mm. game's technically not open world, I guess, because then there's other planets that aren't open world. So, it's yeah. like, yeah. So I'm like, like, how, like, yeah, I'm just 
questions on that stuff. Um, moment the moment story gameplay again. I guess similar questions than you had to Avatar. I need to know a little bit more about like the actual um, why. What's this character doing? Why they're doing it? You know, sort of very basic yeah. sort of questions about this character. Um, I, I mean, I like what I see so far. The I, she has attitude. She has what you want out of a scoundrel, a scoundrel like this. Um, yep. She can shoot first, ask questions later, sort of thing. Like, definitely got all the like ticks the boxes for this game and this sort of character that you would expect to see in a game like this. Um, yeah, definitely very, very keen to to learn more. But it looked good. It definitely looked good. I, I mm-hmm. can't say it looked bad. All right. Any final thoughts on anything else today? No. You know, surprise, we're here. You know. You're surprised by the, <laughs> the end of this main week. Yeah, we're only just getting started, really. <laughs> but yeah, lots to be excited for. Yeah, yeah, lots to be excited for. I thought, and yeah, I'll, I'll say it again. I, I did think this was a, a good U- Ubisoft is very hit and miss sometimes. Very hit and mm. miss. I, I did, I did think this was a, a good showcase from them as well. So, yeah. Uh, again, just to recap, to keep you up to date, so Summer Game, uh, non-E3, Summer Game Fest, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Of course, I have you've got the updated times and lists on ExplosionNetwork.com where you can find articles with all these trials and things we're talking about on all these podcasts. But in case you want a quick recap, tomorrow, 3 a.m., if you want to wake up for it, Xbox Showcase Extended on Friday, RGG Summit, Yakuza, talk about beach bums and stuff like that, I'm sure. And then Tadum. Netflix showcase. They'll have a game segment in that 6.30 a.m. on uh, Sunday. Uh, and that's it for the, for the at least for the recent. And then, yeah, Annapurna coming up on the 30th in a couple of weeks. Unless some other stuff gets announced. But who knows how time works. All right, yeah. thank you very much for listening to these few quickly focused uh, non-E3 podcast i hope you enjoyed them us breaking down the the shows and announcements stuff lots of really cool games that come out of the last few days i need to a sleep b find time to play demos and c digest uh, go back through and just like i don't know add stuff to wish list and stuff like that I yeah like get the time to to do that sort of part of the the this this stuff when it happens you gotta remember add the things to wish list especially on steam because yeah it does help the mm-hmm. developers that's why they fucking beg you for it it helps their like <laughs> um be seen helps and them get funding and get front and yeah. all that sort of stuff yeah all right thank you very much for joining us uh check out explosion.com and we'll see you in regularly scheduled episode next monday goodbye <laughs>